0: Beetlejuice, 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 Beetlejuice. it's showtime.
1: Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of cinemabliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathman.
0: I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies.
1: Happy Friday, and it's minute number 81 today. We start with Beetlejuice humiliating Otho one last time by dressing him in a light blue lounge singer suit. Then Beetlejuice joins the family group hug and uh, kisses Charles' cheek. He puts on a tux, puts Lydia in a red wedding dress, and asks for wedding witnesses. And joining us today is the one, the only, can you guess, can you guess, have you been listening to all the other minutes this week? Chris Taylor.
2: Actually,
0: he's not the only because I, I remember in high only. school you were very upset that the other Chris Taylor was like a Christian singer. No, there's a bunch of. If you Google Chris Taylor,
2: there's like four billion of them. It's ridiculous. Like half of the planet is Chris Taylors.
1: Okay, not the one, not the only, but the Beetlejuice. One minutes, of the Chris Taylors. Chris one, of <laughs> the, Taylor's. one of
0: the Chris Taylors. One of the Chris got one of them. Uh, it's the Beetlejuice
2: Chris Taylor. There we go. We only
0: have the first one. We need to collect the whole set. <laughs> Start your
2: Chris Taylor collection today. Are you the Chase figure? Uh,
0: I'm the I'm, I'm the variant Chris Taylor variant. I come with an oven mitt,
1: which we'll be selling on our website. Just kidding. <laughs> okay,
2: so
0: oh great, now we have to make oven mitts.
2: Uh, so, um, that is the most obscure reference that will ever be in this show. Yeah, I didn't I guarantee get that one. It. Nobody will get it. I'll explain off tape. <laughs> Tune in for the bonus to get that explanation.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> So when Beetlejuice dresses Otho in his 70s leisure suit, there's a circus drum roll, I know Barry <laughs> knew this, spotlight, and then circus music, and then it pretty much tells you all you need to know about Beetlejuice's frame <laughs> frame of mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, in the script, there's a
1: little bit more. Ooh, do tell, do tell.
0: My God, what an ugly wall dressing. Who's responsible for all the ugliness spying Otho trying to hide? Otho, it's you. Watch out for the taste patrol. He waves and the door opens. A little Italian gentleman appears. No, my God, it's Giorgio Armani. I'm not making this up. It's Giorgio Armani. Before you used to get to start here, I just want to... I don't know why you turned into Mario for a second, but it, it's literally written phonetically. Okay. I just want to say, Otho, don't wear my stuff, okay? You're too fat for human-type clothes. It makes my designs look like aircraft covering. Otho is horrified. Suddenly he looks down and sees his clothing has transformed into a polyester nightmare. Runs out the door, screaming. Beetlejuice laughs with delight and focuses on Lydia. Let's leave this crazy world behind us. I'll take you out in style. And then his leering horned whores walk in like bridesmaids, (gasps) rushing towards Lydia. Frightened, Lydia is assaulted and pulled forward by these ugly handmaidens. She suddenly looks down and sees she's now in a blood red wedding dress. Lydia screams. Yeah,
2: that's awful.
1: Yeah, that's awful. I'm glad they changed that. Yeah. Although it's kind of interesting, I mean, uh, with somebody pulling her on wheels, because when she's in the red wedding dress... (laughs) The red wedding? Yeah, yeah, it's like she's on a (laughs) skateboard or something, she just kind of wheels on over to him. (laughs)
0: Pretty much.
2: One, I'm kind of disappointed this is the last we see of Otho. We can go ahead and say that. Again, if you're just now watching the movie like this, you're doing it wrong. But this (laughs) is the last we see of Otho, so... And that he says right before, we're going to have some laughs. Mm-hmm. And he's saying it like, I'm going to just ruin send, your world. Send Giorgio Armani's after yeah, you, apparently. We're going to do more to you, Otho. Yeah. And then instead, he just changes his clothes and horrifies him. One thing I really like in this minute whenever you see Lydia, you know, with her parents, uh, it's Delia that has her arms wrapped mm. around Lydia. I love yeah. that it's Delia that's holding her so tightly.
0: Mm-hmm. Aww. And, um well Charles is the one that to...
2: <laughs> but Delia is the one that it, it happens a couple more times coming up but she's the one that's always going to be reaching out for Lydia mm. anytime mm. Lydia's pulled away or anything like that and that's very sweet her, inner, her inner self when, yeah,
1: whenever her, there's a crisis her inner self comes she's out. so maternal <laughs>
0: <laughs> she be
2: becoming maternal
1: <laughs> now what would be your very first thought that would pop into your head if Beetlejuice looked at you and said mom dad oh <gasps> <laughs> my thing would be like i don't know um, you are
2: grounded ma'am <laughs> investing
1: in breath mints for him and make sure that i have a room with a lock and a key that he could just be locked away forever
2: <laughs> yeah it, again thankfully they pulled back the creepiness oh so,
0: god yeah. because
2: whenever he actually does like he he appears in his his tux and he says shall we mm-hmm. it seems I never get the impression. I, di- I never got the impression before until we started going over the script that he has any, um, ill intentions toward mm-hmm. Lydia. It seems like more so he's just excited to get out and this yeah. is his way to get out. So he's just like, shall we? Like he's just like excited to be there. And yeah. Like, you know, hey, it's okay. It's going to be great. You know, <laughs> gonna I it. am not going to be a loyal husband at all, but it's <laughs> okay because you probably don't want me to be. <laughs>
0: and I'm sure you could talk about what color is the dress she's wearing.
1: Oh, yes. Well, obviously, both of them are wearing red. She's in a red tux. She's in a red dress, which represents for him. She's already alive, but might represent him getting a step closer to being amongst the living. When he gets married, he will be amongst the living. Well, there's
0: also another, another, there's a second layer to her dress. Um, Married in red, you'll wish yourself dead.
1: Ooh, where is this coming from? Uh,
0: No, this is an old wives... Thing When you hear, you know, the something borrowed, something blue, blue. something, something old, something new, something borrowed, something something blue. blue. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's one of those. It's been in the public consciousness for forever. The whole thing goes married in red. You'll wish yourself dead uh this is actually a myth because many wedding dresses in china india pakistan and vietnam are red a traditional color of good luck
1: oh i knew that the chinese wore red because Mm -hmm. it was auspicious and good luck
0: right uh married in yellow ashamed of your fellow married in green ashamed to be seen married in pink your spirit will sink married married in gray you'll go far away does not seem that bad married in black you'll wish yourself back Okay, then. Yeah, I don't get that last one. Maybe Back that's the key to, the to time family? travel. Oh, yeah. Oh, well,
1: time travel. A black you know. wedding
0: dress. That's, that's the that's how Dr. we time travel version. Exactly.
1: Actually, I saw the most gorgeous wedding dress that was white with a little black, like, trim on it. Just throwing that out there. So what happens when you wear black and white? <laughs> <laughs> you're a zebra. <laughs> oh, wait. I you can't something- wear black and white oh. and get
2: married because that means you're a nun. Oh. oh. Nobody can see my face right now shot. but I have the uh, <laughs> most obnoxious looking grin on my face.
1: I heard some story some I don't I can't really say the story well I guess some some younger woman was asking someone who had more wisdom you know whether she should wear a white wedding dress or a purple wedding dress and the lady was like well if you're you know Pure. You should wear white. <laughs> if you've had, you know, other Relations. people, you should wear Virgin. purple. We with what we purple. Got. And um, <laughs> the the bride to be said, "Well, do you have anything white with a touch of lavender?" <laughs> <laughs> anyway, also of weddings. Uh, what else is going on well, in this speaking, minute? <laughs> speaking of
0: dowries, uh, oh, yes. because obviously, I'm I'm surprised he didn't give uh, Charles a bunch of spiders instead of snakes, because oh, apparently. Yes. Uh, according to English legend, spiders are actually a best of luck omen on wedding days. So if you have a wedding oh. and there's a spider running around, consider yourself lucky. Well, Maybe he was giving
2: the snake to be like snake. Remember, I said I was coming for your daughter, Chuck. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, there's a call. I just made him you. really creepy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's creepy. <laughs>
1: Now, I love this simple editing trick of he's wearing stripes and then he turns around and he's wearing red and really it's just an editing trick. I love that.
0: What is not an editing trick is Otho because you can still see the clothes lying on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he just ripped off his clothes and
2: now he's wearing new clothes. What What if Otho actually was already wearing that underneath? Like, no, I mean, not like, I mean, clearly like Glenn Shaddix was, but I mean, what if Otho's deep, dark secret
1: is that he actually likes polyester,
2: polyester. he loves these things, Mm. he was lying to himself and Beetlejuice saw to his core,
1: and was like, I
2: know what you really are, Otho, you are really a polyester-wearing farmer named Ortho. <laughs> and here goes, your, and boom, here's your secret revealed for the world.
0: It just and, got deep, folks. And Maxie and Sarah were, you know, They're kind of clowny, clowny. <laughs> cl-
1: <laughs>
0: clowny, carnies, what? Well, I no, mean, you know, the all show and flash mm-hmm, and nothing flash. of the substance. Maybe Beetlejuice does reveal your innermost.
1: So that makes Lydia r- blood red bride? What would that be, her inner?
2: She's too young to have developed a. Like inner. and inner core, yeah. Yeah, like an, an inner, all, her, all her emotions are still. Yeah, they're all like still all, fighting for, on display, you know. Okay, gotcha. And that's why Barbara and Adam are coming back to life. It's because he's, it's because he's revealing your innermost and, you know. They were dying and everything, but because he he re, you know, reboots – I can't think of a better word than that. For re- rebooting. He's rebooting them. He's rebooting them. <laughs> this but, isn't Tron. But because they're, still, because they're so in love and there's so much about their love, that's why they're coming back to life. If they didn't really care that deeply about each other, they would just die. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sort of sense and it's kind of sweet.
1: Oh, the romantic minute. Anyone notice that Beetlejuice has three watches on his arm? Yes, yeah, he has yes. the whole movie.
2: Well, I didn't even realize
1: oh, that until this mm-hmm. yeah. time. Oh. Well, I thought maybe, maybe he, you know, of course he would know something about the afterlife time paradox and that maybe oh, one it's... watch was set to Saturn time, <laughs> one watch was set to the time inside the house, and one watch is set to civil servant time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he killed himself? I don't know. No, well, I don't know. But I but mean, he did work for. him. well, watch? he worked for. Him, yeah. We've only seen three different. Maybe like, one of them just things. likes the way yeah. it looks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cunning, don't you think? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh.
0: Well, despite him saying the maitlands are perfectly fine, uh, Adam's jaw's on the floor.
2: Yes, <laughs> but then Barbara picked it right up for him. I know. He's
0: like. If y'all could
2: only
1: see—if only this was a visual medium—that was—that was fantastic. Barry, my jaw hit the floor, <laughs> and just crisp- picked it back it up again. Back up.
2: But I, yeah, I like that. I mean, that's kind of I think the first time, even though he's he's rotting, his jaw fell off, but yeah. the, showing that they kind of are sort of de aging again or de- slightly getting un, better. is be- like because yeah. she's actually able to move her arm to. Well, I think I think uh,
0: they they use the one of the other stages of of Mummy Barbara rather than like the really yeah she's n- she's going back to yeah she's going back she's reversing she's faster reconstituting
1: like a, a raisin that's been dropped in a thing of water.
0: Like, was it Tina Fey's uh, Tina Fey raisin? Yeah. The
1: raisin reconstitutor. Reconstituting. <laughs> that's what they're doing. Yes. Oh, uh, reconstituting. Yes.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else happens in this movie. Yeah,
1: I know. It's going to be an exciting week next week, isn't it? Yeah.
2: I think it would have been kind of cool. Uh, well, we've already passed it up in the, the script, so I guess it was not in the script. In the script, um, there are more references to the house. Like, uh, the house is like a character throughout the actual oh, script. Oh, Yeah. Um, the way they refer to it and things like that. So it was, it was more shocking one whenever they redecorated it and things like that. Mm-hmm. The f- whole thing of evil Jane Wayne to sell it. And then mm. we'll, we'll, whenever we get to the end of the movie, there's more references to the house. So I thought it would have been kind of cool if that would have been his deal. Because like, the way – specifically how he says, like, you know, you can visit us at our oh, house anytime. Yeah. If the deal would have actually – that he made was I get to be your bride or you get to be – I, you have to be my bride. That's
0: how it works. And I get to stay here. This is now – my house well we all know it was those underworld uh weddings mm-hmm. those underworld bride deals never work out well. well except that one time <laughs> but I, so, I think do that you have an been...
2: underworld bride <laughs> it's from buffy <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> but i think that would have been kind of neat like it, because you know whenever he and so whenever he tells them like you're free to visit our house anytime he'd they'd probably be more like wait wait what i'm super confused now because <laughs> One, you're talking about me, like you're gonna marry my daughter, and you're taking my house. Do you know how much I talked bought for the like paid for this house? We (laughs) talked about this (laughs) earlier. (laughs) That script, Charles talking.
1: So uh, I guess that's it for Friday. (laughs) That's it for Number Friday. All right. Minute Friday.
0: (laughs) Minute Friday. (laughs) Revenge, Bessie.
1: (laughs) Y'all have a wonderful, fantastic, gloriously mayhem, chaotic, but fun weekend, Yes, everyone. Absolutely. (laughs) Bye. 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 Until next time, save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.